0: Hello and welcome to uh, Reshape Radio, this is your host Angus from anguspt.com and today's episode is called the Reshape Battle Plan. So this is a kind of step-by-step battle plan on reshaping your body. So the Reshape uh, philosophy is about reshaping your body, reshaping your mind and getting a better level of performance, better level of health and having a lean body. So there's this kind of triangle I want you to think about um, and at each end of the triangle there's one thing. So we've got fat loss at one end of the triangle, we've got performance at one end of the triangle and we've got health at one end of the triangle. Although all three of these things are connected they're not the same thing and they're different goals. So think of yourself where you are right now and think where you could be in five years time, ten years times and where you would want to be and think about where you would not want to be. Then think ten years back. Are you in a better place just now, or a worse place just now? If you are in a worse place than you were ten years ago, if you are of iller health, less performance, and a higher fat and um, body fat level, that isn't a that's not a good place to be. So you got to think in a ten year plan. If it took you ten years to get out of shape, it's it might take you ten years to get back into shape. then 10 years from that point you could be even better shape and so on and so on. So it might not take you 10 years but I want you to think longer term than shorter term. Stop thinking about these short fixed goals and these short things. We can make great progress in a short time but we're looking for an overall level of health and fitness. So we're going to start right here right now. This is your starting point. So first thing we need to do is find out where you are now. And that's to take your weight and measurements. So you need your hip measurement, your waist measurement, and your neck measurement. You can take any other measurements you want, but the reason I want these ones is you go to anguspt.com, look for the body fat calculator, there's a tab on the side. You put your information in there. It all works in metric or all works in imperial, so stick to one another. You also need your height um, for that one. And that will give you your body fat level so write this down write down your waist any other measurements you want hip neck and body weight and your body fat level so there is starting point right now today that is your starting point the other thing i think you should consider having is a activity tracker and um, the reason being is one of the biggest variables in fat loss and body composition is your NEAT, which is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and this is all your unconscious movement, but one of the ways we can track it, or get an idea of it, is your activity tracker. So, we've all heard that we should be doing 10,000 steps, and although that's kind of true, what the activity tracker, although the activity trackers aren't so accurate, what we can get from the activity tracker is, a baseline. If you're only doing 3,000 steps a day, we know you're under moving. If you're doing 20,000 steps a day, we know you're moving loads. Whether that's accurate to the step or even to the nearest thousand steps, those two people are clearly moving different amounts per day. One of them has a high need, one of them has a low need. We could assume that with some accuracy. So, the next thing is MyFitnessPal. The reason I recommend MyFitnessPal so often is because it's got the greatest database on it. So you look up Heinz tomato soup, it's on there. If you buy organic milk, it's on there. Even obscure items are on MyFitnessPal. It's got the greatest database of food out of any of the activity, any of the food tracking apps. There are other apps that are really good there's one called evolve and if you're really good with your protein fats and carbs you can just say to evolve i had 10 grams of protein 15 grams of carbs 2 grams of fat and um, and it tracks that because at the end of the day that's the only thing you want to track rather than the specific food you eat. you want to just think of things in terms of the calorie content and how much protein fat and carbs was in that food but my fitness pal gives you this awareness I'm window into food, and by using it for just one week, people always think, "Oh, I want to get started on my diet. I want to get started on my diet." I'm like, if you use my fitness pal for one week, you sort out loads of things for yourself. You can go, "Oh my god, I didn't realize a Venus finger was eighty calories. I had four of them. There goes your um, there goes your diet that day. I didn't realize that um, a minute steak." was only this amount of calories. I had three of them and it was like 100 and something calories. Y- yeah, exactly. You know, things like that. Um. Then after a week of tracking, so when you first download MyFitnessPal, I should come out with a warning, warning, warning. Um, it will give you calories or suggested calories. Please completely and utterly ignore these because everyone downloads MyFitnessPal and then it asks you, do you want to maintain weight, gain weight, or lose weight? Everyone puts in the maximum amount of weight loss, and that's why everyone fails. You cannot go for the maximum amount of weight loss, and you cannot follow the macronutrient guidelines my fitness pal gives you. And also, if my fitness pal warns you, oh, you were meant to eat under this amount of um, sugar, it doesn't matter because it's total carbohydrates that matter, although it's a good warning that you might be eating excessive amounts of sugar. Now, after a week of tracking, you can go onto anguspt.com and look for the tab that says calorie calculator. And in there, you can put in your details and it will give you a set amount of calories. And if you go into MyFitnessPal, you go to the kind of menu page. I think it says goals and then it's got customized calorie and macronutrients. You press there, change the calories to what the Calorie calculator gives you, and then you can go down and change the macronutrients. Now, to change the macronutrients, once you've set the calories, it's really easy to set the macronutrients. You're looking for about one gram to two grams of protein. This is the first one you should set. You change that to one to two grams of of protein per kilo body weight. So if you weigh 60 kilos, you need 60 grams of protein to about 120 grams of protein. If you weigh more, you need more. Then, once that one is set, you can move the fat and carbs to um, get all your macros up to 100%. You just dial it up and down. Don't worry about fat makes you fat or carbs are bad for you. Which one do you prefer? As long as your calories are equated, you are now okay. Then try and eat this for a period of time. Now, if you could do, if you could follow those calories that the calorie calculator gives you for say a two week period, you will be doing better than 90% of people. This will give you a window into things. So the next thing to do is, is or during the same two weeks is you could follow a meal plan thing like my simple fat loss plan, it's available on anguspt.com as well. and It's really an inexpensive, meal plan, diet, and all you need to do is the meals that are given in there are designed to make you full, designed to please your brain, and designed to drop fat fairly rapidly. Um, you do not want to be on this diet or any diet forever. You pick a period of time and you say you're going to stick to it and you go for it. And that can be one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, Up to you. Any longer than six weeks, mm, I probably would be hesitant. I would definitely think. One way you can do it is two weeks on, two weeks off. There's loads of ways you can create a calorie deficit. But you're only looking to get a little bit of body weight off at a time because you want your body to stabilize. So again, think of this long-term picture. And also think about this pyramid I was talking with, the fat loss, performance, and health. Losing fat can be great for health, but it's terrible for performance, generally speaking. Um, so, after you've followed the simple fat loss plan or any other kind of diet, or you've just lowered your calories and you're doing a flexible dieting approach, all of which are great. So, remember, calories are what matters. Make sure you hit your protein next, and the rest is golden. So, you can, you can fit in some treats in there and you can do some stuff. If you follow the simple fat loss plan, you're going to have meals that are going to fill you up and are going to be very very balanced and for most people that works. Of course, if that doesn't work, you can just message me and I can just tinker with it because the way the meals are set out is that just a simple eat a little bit more of this or eat a little bit more of that and oh yeah that worked. Brilliant. Carry on um is a system that seems to work. So um with a simple fat loss plan, didn't want this to be a massive ad for a simple fat loss plan, but The meals are basic and this is just so you don't worry too much about the food and you focus on the rest of your life. People just like a little bit too much food choice when they're dieting. Have a little bit more food choice when you're not dieting. You should only be spending maybe 20% of the year in a calorie deficit anymore and you're not really going to make the progress you want to make. So let's get us out of this calorie deficit. So we're going to eat maintenance calories and we're going to kind of Work on performance, because one of the big things for the reshape is to build some lean mass or to build some performance in there. So we are looking I have a thing called the standard, which is just a level of fitness I think everyone can get to. so I've got the bronze standard, the silver, the gold, and then the standard standard. and these are all just fitness tasks that I think every human can get. if I quickly tell you some of the things in the bronze standard so in the bronze standard i think everyone should run 2.5 miles i had a client yesterday tell me i can't run 2.5 miles and i was like that's kind of the idea but we can break this into mini goals so can you run 100 meters good because that's 100 meters closer to that 2.5 that we need you to get to can you run 200 meters well that's closer right so 200 meters is the maximum length and distance you can run now before you freak out and go hey i guess i can't run at all what I'm really looking for is 30 minutes of non-stop cardiovascular exercise at a heart rate of around about 100 to 100, sorry, 150 to 160 beats per minute. That's all I'm looking for with that element and the standard. I'm also looking for half body weight back squat for 10 reps, half body weight deadlift, uh, bench press, sorry, for one rep, and also full body weight deadlift for single reps now all these movements can be adjusted depending on your mobility your strength not everyone should deadlift and not everyone should deadlift from the floor and not everyone should deadlift with a straight bar some people should use a trap bar but definitely some sort of hinging movement all these movements can be changed or adapted to suit the athlete so these are just very genetic to give people an idea of what they're needing to do. So once you work your way up to the bronze standard, you want to work your way up to the silver. Now, a lot of people who've been training a while will have their fitness scattered between these. They may be very high on bench press, but low on deadlift and low on the run. So that's the areas they need to work on to improve this level of performance. So unless you're training for a specific task like a marathon or a powerlifting meet, being The jack of all trades is a great way to get general fitness or functional fitness. So, to recap the, the battle plan here, think long term, think about getting your starting point and getting this My Fitness Pal skill set up. I'm going to be releasing a seven day My Fitness Pal course that should be free, I believe, just to get people into tracking and following My Fitness Pal. Um, and it's just a great um it's just a great system to use a lot of these weight washers and slimming world they came out before my fitness pal was a thing before smartphones was the thing and this was a way of gauging calories by using a point system sugary sweets are this many points or are sins and this is this many points by reducing calories you can reduce body weight it is as simple as that and it's not as simple as that because we're humans and we have different elements to it that's why I designed a simple fat loss plan to take care of some of the bigger picture things so you can quickly see what's working and what's not working and for loads of people the success rate on that has been absolutely ginormous um but it's not all about fat loss all the time we need to get into a level of building up a, an exercise routine so how we increase performance and so first of all, the first question you should ask is how many, how often a week should I train? And I would say twice. That's not twice a week, twice a day. But think about the twice a day as an a.m. and p.m. What I want you to do is something for fitness for a.m. and p.m. So it might be a big workout. It might be a small workout. It might just be 10 toe touches. It could be anything. But something every day for fitness. So Sunday, you might go for a long walk in the morning. Well, at night, you don't need to do anything too hard. Maybe a plank. Maybe a chill out on the foam roller. Maybe something like that. Monday, you might hit a really hard gym session at night. But in the a.m., you might walk to work. And this could be very small. Maybe you just park your car at the top end of the car park so you have a slightly longer walk into work. These things are important to get get these little activity sessions going out throughout the day. Your body likes to pump blood. The human body likes to move. So thinking about two workouts a day, um, and you can just write, a kind of column of Monday to Sunday, and then you can have AM, PM, and you just squiggle in, walk, run, jog, bike, swim, weightlifting, high intensity, fitness class, whatever you want, just in what you're gonna do, so you fill up your timetable a little bit, so you make these a little bit more of a priority in your life, a little bit more focused. I'm sure if we wrote down um, AM, PM screen time, I'm sure we could fit in AM, I'm going to do Facebook, and PM, I'm going to watch TV. I'm sure we could find time for that every single day. So maybe when EastEnders is on, if you watch that, you can go into plank or at the start and at the end, something like that. So just building up your your kind of general work capacity and frequency of training. So that's the reshape battle plan. It's kind of a long-term look at your fitness and not being fixated on a calorie deficit and losing fat because it's one part of the triangle. We need to increase performance. When we increase performance, the next time we shoot for fat loss, it's going to be well easier because we've got a higher level of fitness and we're burning more calories. Generally, if you get your running up to 10 miles and you're doing a two five-mile runs and one 10-mile run every week, it's going to be really easy to drop fat because all you need to do is scale back the calories a little and the weight is going to drop off you. If you're stronger and have more muscle mass, you're going to burn more calories through the day. These things are all good for health. So we should be looking at health as a bigger picture, but increasing performance and having an adequate level of fat loss. So that's the reshape battle plan. What I really want you to think about, or the big takeaway is think about it as a one year, two year, five year project, not a quick fix project. And anytime you do a fat loss plan and it fails, think about what you learned from it and what you can do next time. Because what you don't want to be is 10 years from now thinking, oh, I didn't do, I just, I just did the same thing over and over again. I did these stupid cleanses or I bought these diet pills or I did this um, crazy thing and my fitness has not increased if your fitness hasn't increased you've, you've wasted your time and a lot of time people shouldn't be doing any sort of fat loss they should just be looking to increase fitness especially if you're stressed because getting into fitness can help burn um the kind of stress chemicals in the body it's what the body wants to do uh, when it's stressed it's when when an animal's stressed It's because a tiger's chasing it, or it's because it's a tiger that's hungry. Either way, you're both running, you're both moving your body. Um, Humans just tend to sit there and fester in their own stress. So if you are having a hard time with fat loss, forget about fat loss. Get your body fat percentage logged, get your weight logged. Don't worry if you're increasing your weight. Um, Don't worry if you're increasing your... Your weight, as long as your body fat percentage isn't increasing, you could actually be burning calories at the same time. I see this with a lot of people. Some people can put on as much as five, six pounds of lean mass and lose five, six pounds of fat. Their body looks radically different, but they're exactly the same weight. Sometimes even heavier, but they look radically different. And this is what reshaping is, and this is the thing that I'm trying to get through to people, which is really difficult to do when the scale has been the master for so long. I've been Angus. This has been Reshape Radio. If you have any questions, please just go on anguspt.com and just find one of the links to the social medias or email or whatever and just message me. I'm more than happy to answer any questions. Thank you, and I will see you uh, on the next episode.